feel to you that a lot of people are breaking up? You know, maybe getting divorced, maybe breaking up long-term relationships. Well, clearly it felt that way to our contributor, Scott Chance, because he decided to take a look at this. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. How are you, Simi? I am good, thank you. Why was your curiosity piqued by this? Well, okay, so I think I'm kind of at that sort of age group amongst my, like, uh, demographic where it feels like this is happening. I feel like this is happening a lot. Every week I seem to hear about or know of somebody who is like, yeah, we've kind of reached that point where we've just kind of decided that we're going to go are separate ways. And I find it rare. And I, you know, you and I don't know each other that well, but I have, I, I feel like you have a very successful relationship because you guys have been together for a long time. You and I'm your partner. I'm awkward right now. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I'm just asking. I um, want to know. 30 years. That's 30, amazing. Yeah. 30 years this year, actually. Oh God. 30 years next week. Um, yes. So <laughs> congratulations. I just that. Um, we'd already have our, we've already had our sure. celebration. So, uh, yeah, I think that is a milestone. That is, something. But you're right, though, in that there is an age and a time that you go through where it does feel like almost like a make or break time. You look around you and you see a lot of the couples that you perhaps became friends with when your kids were little. Things start to change. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like I'm seeing that more and more and more. Uh, So I talked to Andrew Sofin. He's the president of the Canadian Association for Marriage and Family Therapy. He's been studying this stuff for over 20 years. He has a new article in The Walrus where he claims to know what's breaking up so many couples these days. And I asked him about that. But first, before we got into that, I wanted to know if my instinct was right. Are more and more people ending their relationships these days? I'd love to see some real good research around this. But anecdotally, yes. Couples seem to be the sort of the temperature has been rising over the years and the pandemic kind of turbocharged that sort of rising tension. But now it feels like the conversation that's happening almost across the country is this like cost of living, cost of groceries. We get through one thing and then there's just another thing just heaped on top that um, trickles down into into like every part of your, your life. R- right, you're really hitting the nail on the head. You have to look at it systemically. You have to look at the whole system. In other words, most people just think of like, oh, this is my marriage and we're good together and that's all. And we sort of put it in a silo. But the reality is, is obviously all our relationships and especially our most important relationships are affected by everything else that's going on around them. So I think you're bang on with the idea that inflation, the housing market, you know, the tail end of the pandemic. It is absolutely having a major impact on couples now in a way that wasn't happening 10 years ago. The world has become so unpredictable now that it's seeping into everybody's relationship. So they even sort of feel, well, you know, how predictable is my relationship? And that now you wrote this fantastic article in The Walrus. In it, you you point to something else that you think is having a dramatic effect Obviously, the cell phones, and especially, I'd say, the iPhone, have taken over our worlds. All of this is having such an impact on relationships, because right now, you can be in a difficult moment with your partner, and it's so easy just to turn to the the cell phone and start doom scrolling and TikTok and Instagram. It's so easy to check out. But that's the problem. If everybody's checking out, if you're sitting there with your partner and you would rather do Wordle 
than talk to your partner, we got a problem. Yeah. And we're seeing it happen over and over and over and over again. People aren't sitting down at meals and talking to each other. People are sitting down at meals and scrolling. You know, I've been a couple's therapist for over 25 years. So I've seen this whole arc and I'm seeing people so disconnected now because it's so easy to disconnect. It's almost too easy. And like this, I think is, is at least for me, one of the next questions on that mm -hmm. discussion about phones is because I, like, I know that I spend too much time on my phone, you know? And I think like, even like my awareness of it yeah. is, is like a big part of the battle. Like you don't have to convince me that I'm addicted to my phone. Right. The question is, is like, what do we do about it? Uh, give us some advice. Like, you know, for couples that might be listening and they're feeling this right. and they're going, right. gosh, I can relate to that. Is there yeah. is there just like some high level, like, hey, start here and, and build from there? It's first and foremost, it's like you just did. It's the awareness of, guess what? We're all addicted to the damn phones. That's a reality. And if you have it sitting right beside you, you are going to go to it. It's like a drug. So the best thing to do is, is when you come home, put it on do not disturb somewhere else that where you can't see it. And at least that first hour or two when you're home saying hi to your partner, your family and, and everybody else, it's nowhere near you. Because if it's in front of you, you're going to go to it. We are all helpless with this. So the only way you can do that is just put it in another room, will ya? Let, let's face it, most of us, after our day of work, we don't really have to know anything else right we we really don't you really could just put it away until tomorrow morning but you know if you want to look at it before bed go right ahead but really the minute you get home for work just stick it in a drawer just put it away is there no surprise there right good advice that, that was that, good advice yeah the cell phones are are a real thing but uh, man i it's so much easier said than done i think is it <laughs> You're talking to the wrong person on that one, Scott, right? Like, I am not well, and that's married the, to my 30-year marriage. Oh, I don't you know? know. I wouldn't say that. I think, I'll tell you what I have found is so important is, can you still laugh with that person? Hmm. Yeah. Does that person still make you laugh? Like, just when you're about to get mad, can they say something that makes you laugh? Because I think that is absolutely essential. Yeah. See, the problem for me is all the things that make me laugh are like on my phone. I'm like pulling up these no, memes no, no. and trying to show them to my wife. No. Like, isn't this Can funny? Can they say something or do something that still make you smile or laugh? Like, Not as much as my phone. Oh, we have issues. We're working on it. There's some issues here, Scott. So I think, I do think this is like a, maybe it's a post-pandemic thing too. Definitely. I think so. Yeah. There's a lot going on in everybody's lives, you know, so. Put the phone down. I thought that down. was incredibly valuable advice that they just gave there. Thank you so much for that, Scott. Sure thing. That is our Scott Chanty. You want to weigh in? Is that something you're noticing out there too? Lots of people breaking up perhaps in your area and your circle of friends that you have?